Episode 6 Islam A Comparative Perspective Hello everybody, in this episode we will continue to discuss Confucianism in the modern world. We've taken a look at Confucian teachings of self-cultivation, social harmony, leadership, and many other things. However, for this episode I wanted to do something a little bit different and provide a unique perspective on Confucianism by comparing it to Islam. For this discussion, I have invited my good, longtime friend, Fayed Alam. Fayette is a current sophomore at Yale University studying global health policy, is a Muslim American, and fun fact, we actually graduated high school together. So he will help us facilitate our conversation between Confucianism and Islam, as well as help us find out if this philosophy shares any fundamental similarities to this established religion. Fayette, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure. and I heard great, many great things about this podcast, and I'm very honored to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much, Fayed, once more. And uh, so here I go with the first question. So we took AP World History together, and I know that you know uh, a lot about Confucianism as well. And let, let's just do a recap. So Confucianism can be best described as an ancient Chinese philosophy that emphasizes the importance of interpersonal relationships to maximize social harmony uh, in a society. This philosophy prioritizes self-cultivation as a means of ensuring this harmony by promoting values such as compassion, empathy, and self-awareness among a citizenry. Tell me a little bit about Islam. When was it founded? What would you say are its core fundamental? And how does it compare to Confucianism's central teachings? Yeah, Islam started around the 17th century in, in Mecca and then in Medina when Muhammad was excommunicated. And... Uh, Islam is founded upon five uh, pillars. One of the pillars is shahada, what is believing in the faith. So this is your this is your, your submission to God and believing there is only one God and that Muhammad, the prophet, is his messenger. The second pillar is salat. Salat is doing the five daily prayers mandatory for every Muslim. The third pillar is zakat. Zakat is charity. So giving money to the poor and the most needed. The fourth principle is swam, is fasting. So during the, run, the during the holy month of Ramadan, it, it is mandatory for Muslims to fast for thirty days, to, in a in a show of their gratitude and awareness for God. And finally, um, the fifth pillar is Hajj, the pilgrimage. So it's mandatory for every Muslim to travel to Mecca, um, for for holy uh, for religious reasons, and so. I believe this is this is similar to Confucianism in a way they show a harmonized community, uh, self-awareness and empathy. And, you know, it, it is very similar. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I find it very interesting that you actually highlighted Islam's five pillars. So though Confucianism is technically not a religion, it still promotes sets of values and morals to society like most modern-day religions do. And actually, Confucius advocated for people to cultivate what he calls the five virtues, which includes benevolence, propriety, righteousness, wisdom, and trustworthiness. So from a Muslim perspective, 
Do you find any of his five virtues similar to Islam's five pillars? Yes, of course. I see some aspects of the principles of Confucianism in Islam. For for example, benevolence, as you mentioned, can be found in zakat. So where you give back to give back to the poor through charity, and that's shown. This shows the goodness of a heart of Muslim, and is similar to uh, the values of Confucianism. And another um, another aspect that I found similar was wisdom. So Islam is founded by scholars. is is a religion by scholars. You know, back all the way back to the House of Baghdad, um, and and knowledge and wisdom is very important for Islam and science and and um, building community and. The other aspects of righteousness and trustworthiness is very important in in um, a, a Muslim way of life. It's not um, explicitly stated in the Quran or any of our principles, but we are raised to be righteousness. We are raised to be a very very virtuous person, very honest person, and very trustworthy to build. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for your analysis. Uh, now let's apply Islam and Confucianism to the modern world. So you're a scholar yourself, and as you know. Throughout all of world history, there has always been conflict. In the age of Confucius, his era was known as the Warring States period because of constant warfare. And even today, unfortunately, there are wars that are even occurring to this day. Uh, and Confucius implies in several of his teachings that the key to solve many of the world's issues is to teach humans proper virtues and promote social harmony in the world. What is Islam's take on this? What does Islam imply is the key to build a peaceful and socially harmonious world? Yeah, I would say Islam runs the same value of being very peaceful and harmonious. Like being a being a Muslim, and in my best opinion, Islam is one of the most respectful and accepting um, religions out there. And of course, there's going to be conflicts um, between in, within the religion, as you can see, the conflict between Sunni and Shia Muslims, and they can, this runs parallel to Confucianism. And I would say this problem stems from the extremity and sometimes the misinterpretation of what the true intention of the religion is. Yeah, um, this can be seen in Confucian also. Uh, for example, the the implementation of Sharia law. And I felt this is a, an extreme interpretation of Islam. And this can be also be said as extreme version of Confucianism, you know. Uh, in Sharia law there's there's a very there's a very strict implementation of of roles, and this is something Confucius is proudly uh, promoting. And these roles, for example, gender roles, is very, very strict and very, um, and very diverging among the two the two genders. And for example, like in a household, the man is he- head of the household, and you have the woman. And it is, this is like how their whole a whole Sharia um, society would run upon. Whereas, in reality. Muslims is is prom, um, Islam is promoting a very equal standing of the both genders. They say that even though we're we have we are um, both genders are different, we should be uh, we are equal. We are all human, and and this this sense of community and 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 unity is found upon Islam. And I feel like that's a way we are building a very uh, harmonious society. And one. Last point I just want to point out. One last point I want to talk about is this: uh, Muslim is also found about found upon this idea of piety and um, and this this importance of family, and you know, like, and I want to say this because it runs parallel to Confucianism, as you know, you, 
Confucianism, Confucianism, you have to respect your elders, respect your family, respect your parents. And this is the same exact idea is running upon Islam. And, and, and this idea is going to be seen in, in our value, in our, in our five pillars, for example, Salat, where it is discouraged to, to pray alone and is encouraged and rewarding to, to pray in a community, in a mosque with your family. And I feel this is something both, um, both uh, Islam and Confucian are are for their importance, and this is how they're building this this harmonious um, community. Wow, definitely. Thank you so much for that thorough analysis between Confucianism and Islam. So, just building off from your previous answer, clearly there is a strong belief for faith and the power of an omnipotent deity that has the power to alter the world. I would say that this is probably the biggest difference between Islam and Confucianism, as previously mentioned. Confucianism is technically not a religion and is actually best classified as maybe a state philosophy. From what you've heard so far about this philosophy, what else would you say is a key difference between Confucianism and Islam? Yeah, I just feel that's a very tricky question because even though Confucianism is a is not a religion but a philosophy, much of its values are seen in Islam. Uh, but one thing I've noticed that is a very stark difference between the two is that Islam does not have this, this, um, uh, this emphasis on roles or societal roles or hierarchies, and that the religion is found upon equality. That you know, like all men are essentially created equal. That God have made everyone one in this sense of unity among the community. And one, like one example that I found really, really interesting was that in in Confucianism, that. Um, old men without wives or old people without children or young people without parents are considered destitute and and are categorized to be helped at at some point in time and it is true that this idea kind of runs parallel to islam where you know in zakat we have to we have to uh, give money back to the poor or to the needy we never see each other as destitute or as vulnerable because in a very ideal in in islam philosophy it is ideally that once we give back to the poor, the poor will give back to the most needy and so on and so forth. And so in this very, very ideal society in Islam, it is found that no one is destitute, no one is vulnerable, no one is actually in this uh, lower rank than others, that we are all one in one you know, community of Muslims and we are here to um, be, be, be a community, essentially. Yeah, no, I find that very, very interesting. And uh, now for the last question. Now that you've heard a bit about Confucianism and have compared to your, to the own religion that, that, that you practice, are there any of Confucius's teachings that you might consider applying to your own life? And if so, what are they? Yeah, like I would say I'm already doing most of the values that Confucians are being uh, that are being taught. You know, like Muslim, like I said, it's it's a religion, but most of the, much of the philosophy is similar to Confucianism. This idea of like, um, idea of benevolence, benevolence, and and having integrity. Like I was raised to be a very honest person, and 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 respecting my elders and respecting my parents, and you know, even though like I don't believe in this very strict form of like having roles, I believe that yes, we are built upon respect. We are built upon, you know putting putting our foot forward and giving our our true effort in building a very harmonious and peaceful society where even though we have start you have stark differences among people we all are one 
Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that, that you mentioned that you're essentially following Confucius's teachings already. Uh, one thing that I definitely want to advocate for in this podcast is that Confucianism, even though it's 2,000 years old, is actually a philosophy that, that most of us are actually practicing in the 21st century. So thank you so much for providing this insight on Islam and sharing your religion with us and sharing part of your own of your own life. I definitely found this conversation very fascinating. And, and as always, you're more than welcome on this show anytime. So thank you so much, Fayed. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Of course. Thank you so much also.